Eminem. People tell me I should do it. Yeah, yeah. But how? Welcome back to the Jawa Horn Show, where we got Ronald Taylor, uh, Lauren's boyfriend. I met I met them at the same time. Ronald, where you from, man? From Memphis, Tennessee, born and raised. Well, I thought you went to Arlington. Yeah, but but you know, people, you know, don't, people don't know where Arlington is. You can't come out and say I'm from Arlington. <laughs> just like Kyrieville kid, boy. Boy, me and my, me and my son be like, hey, what school you went to? I mean, I'm from Memphis. No, you're from Kyrieville. <laughs> you're from Kyrieville. It's the same thing. We're in the same neighborhood. So, same thing. <laughs> so you went to Arlington. Yep. So, all right. In my no, no, Ronald is a up-and-coming pilot. I am a pilot. You're a pilot? I'm a pilot. You're a pilot pilot. Yep. Okay. Yep. I teach other people how to fly. You do? Yeah. I didn't yep. know that. So, okay, we're going to do what we did with Lauren. Okay. Who inspired you? What inspired you? Was it a uh, movie? Was it Star Wars? What was it? No, when I was five, I took my first plane ride on American Airlines right. to from Memphis to Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I remember we were on the plane, and I taxied, we taxied out, got on the runway. We sat there for a second, and then he, the pilot put in power and took off. And from there, I looked at my mom, and I was like, I want to do this for a living. And I was wow. five years old. Five years old. Five years old, yeah. I was he like black? Yesterday. Or is a regular white I guy? don't even remember. I think he was white, but I don't, I don't remember nothing else about the airplane, nothing. I just remember being That's in the, the window seat, looking out the window, and then getting thrown back in my seat. That's yeah. all I remember. And I was like, I want to do this. Where y'all was going? Do you remember? Uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That's yep. all. Yeah. Wow. Five years old. Five years old. That was it. That was this rest is his focus. Yeah, for real. But you can't do anything from five until you like sixteen or seventeen. You know, so it it pretty much was a dream. Like I thought about doing other stuff for the longest time. Mm. Like I was like, maybe I could be a truck driver. (laughs) (laughs) Truck driver. I don't even know what else I thought about doing. Truck driver, businessman, entrepreneur, real estate. And then as I got older, I was like, you know what? I can be a pilot. I can go can back to high school. Yeah. So yep. five years old, Ronald, yep. in Memphis, yep. aka Arlington, and just <laughs> dreaming. Did you um? Was you one of them young kids collecting planes, little airplanes? You know, I actually didn't collect any airplanes. Wow. You know really? what I collected? What I had like little uh, semi trucks, like little toy cars oh, you, and semi trucks. Truck yeah. So I thought I was like, you know what? I can drive trucks because I get paid to drive around the country and so- tour. You know, see different places and stuff okay. like that. So your dream was always to be. A man amongst the world. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Always traveling, going to see different places, and getting paid to do it. That was the, that was the big, the big. Oh, you was focused. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, young, young Ron, five years. Who kept you on this path? Uh, probably my mom and my dad. Really, my oh. parents did. You right. know, because my well, my dad growing up, he would always say, "Yeah, you got to be a, a doctor or a nurse yeah, or something. You want to say you got to save people's lives. You got to do something. I want you to save people's lives." Right. My mom would always be like, yeah, I think it's cool for you to be a pilot, but, you know, I'm a first-generation pilot, you know, so nobody in my family ever heard of anybody being a pilot. You want to be a pilot? For real? How you going to do that? Right. I don't know. Figure it out, I guess. Figure it out. Yeah. So, so five, in between, like, five and 16, do you meet any African-American pilots to inspire you to keep more? Say, okay, he did it. I can do it. No. Every pilot I met was white. Damn. Until I got to... Until I got to the flight school I'm at now, and the flight school I'm at is predominantly white, and I think I've only seen a total of maybe four black people, including myself, go through there since it's 2023, so 2019 was when I started there. So from 2019 to this year, I've only seen like four 
black people go through and actually stick with the training and go through. But it's a whole nother flight school in Olive Branch mm. that's dedicated to training black pilots. So that's when I met my first black pilot was down at that school. So you've been there? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I actually got offered a job there, but because I had done all my training at the school up here in Millington, yeah. they told me that it probably would be better for me to stay up in, in, in Millington because that's where all my resources were. All right. That's where I done all my training. Because military base. Exactly. I had done all my training up there. All my connections were up there. Right. You know, all that kind of stuff. Right. But they still talk to me. They still help me out. If I need anything, I can call them up and they'll help me nice. out. You know. Nice. So, okay, 16. So... So when you was at elementary school, school, you liked any sports or anything that you basketball? What, you played? I played basketball. Oh, you yeah. who? Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's all I did. My mom would let me play football, so yeah, yeah. I had to play basketball. That's all yeah. I had. So, so why I, you didn't keep that path? Um, I didn't want to do it after. Really, I mean, I didn't really care to do it past high school, but I know for sure I didn't want to do it past college. It, it just wasn't. It, it was entertaining to watch, you know, the athletes on TV go out, play in front of big fans, play the big games and stuff like that. And I love playing basketball. But I want to fly airplanes more. I want to fly airplanes. Yeah, I want to fly airplanes. Oh, this more. this is early. Uh, what was your first movie you saw and you saw like, wow, that's cool. He's flying that plane. Man, probably it was either uh, Sully or Sully. Yeah, Sully about the guy who landed the plane on the Hudson oh. River in New York. <laughs> he lied. <laughs> Sully lies, man. Look, look, I'll break Sully down. Ready for break Sully? Yeah. Sully was ready to retire, dog. <laughs> Sully was ready to retire. I know I'm saying this on the internet. Sully you go get it. Hey, <laughs> me and my mother told him. My mother like, like Sully lied, bro. No plane hit that. He landed there and took the money. <laughs> you never had, that's my theory. That's yeah. my theory. Yeah. So it was either that one or um, the one with Denzel Washington, Flight. Flight is crazy. Yeah, Flight is insane. You? Hey, hey, listen to this. Bring this closer. Bring, bring, bring the camera. This man knows word for word on flight. <laughs> what was your first? What's your favorite uh, part of flight? Hey, when he's <laughs> he in the cockpit and right. the white dude come up and sit down. Right. He, they sit down next to each other and he brushing his hair backwards. Right. You know. And the first officer was like, "How you feeling today, Captain?" And he yeah. was like, oh, "I'm okay. Uh, Ten turns in three days. Off tomorrow." <laughs> That. So I landed that plane. <laughs> and then they got on the yeah. runway and they took off into a thunderstorm. So they were going down the runway and the airplane shook. And right. everybody, people in the cockpit went like that. Yeah. And the first officer go, you know, he kind of jumped a little bit. And Denzel was like, oh, nothing like a 30 knot crosswind to work out the old <laughs> stinker muscle. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. I just man. watched it again. I didn't realize how good. He, he did a good job playing that part. Oh, my God. I want and, and that, like you fly planes. Uh-huh. How realistic was that movie? It's unrealistic, completely. Okay. Really? Number one, we don't take off in the thunderstorms. Just to start <laughs> off with, <laughs> that don't happen ever. Right. Number two, when they took off, they were climbing up right. through the thunderstorm, and he saw a little hole, and he was like, "All right, I'm giving full power and make that." <laughs> we don't do that either. Yeah, yeah, if we're that. in a thunderstorm. We actually slow it's down okay. so right. the bumps, you know, don't be as bad. Right. And then. The last thing, one of the bigger things, you know, when he went and he flipped the airplane, yeah. airplane upside down. Yeah. And then the he um the engines caught on fire. Yeah. And then he had to pull the fire extinguisher switch to put mm-hmm. the engines out. So when you pull that on a real jet, the engines are done. They won't restart. So it crash. Basically. So if you flip it upside down, it will lose oil pressure and overheat like any other machine would. Mm-hmm. But when you pull the fire extinguisher bottle, like it, it just does not work no more. <laughs> it, that's it. So you he still knowing, was able to fly. You knowing every- <laughs> We off track. 
<laughs> but you loving that movie tickles my heart. I, that's that's a good movie. A, I, I love it. <laughs> has all y'all um, buddies seen the movie? Uh, well, they they are Top I Gun. I doubt it. Top Gun. Guy. Yeah, I doubt it. They all have Dude. seen Top Gun. You saw the guy with the mustache. He looked like he seen Flight. Uh, no, nah, he ain't seen no Flight. flight. He probably flight. never even heard of Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, you sixteen. Uh huh. Well, when I started flight school, I was eighteen. You but started flight school. I, I you graduated high school. I graduated high school. You I told all your friends. Yeah. I graduated high school in Man. May of two thousand eight. No, two thousand nineteen. Right. And that's an eight. I was like, how? <laughs> and then in June in 2019, a month later, I went on a week cruise in May for my graduation gift. And when I got back, I started flight training in June. So I didn't have I didn't have a summer. I didn't have any break. I went straight from high school to flight school. Flight school. Yep. Was you? How hard was it? It actually was. It was pretty hard to start off with. It was really hard because you got to think it's a whole learning curve. You know, the only thing you know up to that point is being walking on the ground, driving a car, you know. Mm-hmm. You flying a whole airplane up in in the sky, you know. It's, it's completely different. So it was a learning curve at first, but the more certificates I got, the easier it got mm-hmm. until I got to my flight instructor certificate. And it was almost like I ran into a brick wall because that was tough. That, that was probably the hardest certificate that I've ever had to get. Ever. Why? It's hard because it's a lot of information you got to know. You're you're the gateway to aviation for people. So you could take take yourself for example. If you wanted to fly for real and you came to me, I would be the person who set the standard for you to fly airplanes for the rest of your career. Like you, the training you receive from me, the only other training you're gonna get past me is going to a different airline, like going to an airline or a company, and they'll train you how to fly their airplanes, but they're not teaching you how to fly in general, you know? Right. So I, I have to lay the groundwork for all these people coming into aviation so that way they can take these skills I give them and use them across a wide variety of, you know, airplanes or knowledge, or they might even go and work for NASA or something like that, you know? Wow. So it was hard because you have to know so many things. You have to know a vast majority of a- aviation, and then, right. then you have to continuously learn and build on top of that. So you, you always learn? Always, always. I mean, you can even ask her. I mean, I'm always studying something watching a YouTube video, buying new books, learning new things, because if I'm not, then I'm teaching people old information, which could end up getting them killed one day, you know? Mm-hmm. So you really have to think about that stuff. You you were making, literally forming new pilots. So, so you graduate. Mm-hmm. What was your first flight? When I graduated, actually, I took a couple of flights before I graduated. I took a flight... Um, Maybe back in 2015 mm-hmm. with a white FedEx pilot. He was uh, he was either retired or about to retire. He had his own plane in Olive Branch, and I flew with him twice, I think. Mm. And then I took a discovery flight at the flight school that I'm at now, and that was about an hour or so. And then after that, well, I started. Was you nervous? Oh, uh-uh. I loved it. I was up there like a little kid in the candy wow. store. I loved it. I've never been nervous in an airplane, ever. Never? Never. Even yeah. on my on the most bumpiest days, most turbulent days, most windy days, most rainy days, I have not been nervous. What what what? How though? Why you think it's that way? Because you love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and also too because it's the safest form of travel. You know, flying. Yes, st- statistically, yes, yeah, yeah, it yeah. is the fa- the safest form of travel. I mean, even take today for example. I didn't fly today, but yesterday I did. Two or three flights yesterday. Two or three flights yesterday, I was up there more relaxed than I was on my drive to work and on my drive from work. You know On that. my drive from work today, <laughs> what you saw? 
I got cut off today. I <laughs> slammed on my <laughs> brakes, burned rubber with my tire. You know, yeah. folks cussing me out, yeah. and they cut me off. Right. You know, that's not. That's the most. That, we always joke too. Whenever I finish flying, you know, because um, I do flight instruction, I also fly private as well. Right. So whenever I finish flying with anybody, I look at them. I'm like, well, we just finished the safest part of our journey today. Because then we well, got to get in the car and drive home. Get in the car. Exactly. And flying is the safest way to travel. I always tell people that. And, and people don't believe me. It's true. So you get the certificate. You're flying. Yep. Now, now this is the hard job. So yep. what you fly? What do you fly? So I fly a few different airplanes. I fly the training airplanes that we have at the school, mm-hmm. uh, which what range for, from the names of them. The first one is called a Diamond DA-20. It's like a small, single-engine, two-seater airplane. Okay. And it's only made for two people. It's real tight in there. And it's literally I'm made. Not <laughs> I'm not getting in there. <laughs> it's, it's made to be a trainer. Okay. That's it. It's made to train people how to fly airplanes. It's not meant for luxury or comfort. And then we have uh, three other types of airplanes, which are still trainer airplanes, but they're a little bit bigger and they're a little mm-hmm. bit more comfortable. They have four seats in them, bigger engines, nice. more powerful engines. And then um, outside of the flight training environment, I also fly what's called a King Air. And a King Air is like basic. It's basically private. a private jet. Okay. Yep. But a lot that. of people don't think it's a private jet because it has the big propellers. Mm. It has two engines and it has propellers mm. for the engine. But it's it's fast. It's just almost just as fast as some jets. Look it gets that. up as high as some jets and it flies just as fast and it's just as luxury. Um, and I fly that for a guy who owns the guy who owns City Auto Car Dealership. You ever heard of him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he bought a plane and he has multiple dealerships around the mid south and he wanted to be able to get to them fast. So he bought a, a plane. But he also leases that plane out to other people. Oh. So I go to, like, Tennessee basketball and football, baseball games a lot. Okay. Uh, most recently, I took a family or a husband and a wife up to Schenectady, New York. Okay. And they picked up a $3,000 or $4,000 Corgi, a little dog, in New York. And we went up there. We were on the ground for 45 minutes and came straight <laughs> back to Memphis. <laughs> hey, you know, this, this is how hood I am. I'm like, man, man I can get me a mouth for these <laughs> Have a boy pick him up. <laughs> I, I watched too much movies. Because when you told me you were picking my mind went straight into that other Denzel movie. You know, when he was the drug dealer, when they was going to Vietnam. I forgot. I forgot. You got to tell me the name of it. I don't I think forgot, I, I forgot. Yeah, he, they were flying to Vietnam. They were yeah. picking drugs up. I was like, boy. <laughs> I can go to Columbia and get my boy. Pick him up. <laughs> but I, I don't want to go to jail. You know, you, you can work for the cartel. You can get your pilot's woo! license and work for the cartel. Woo! You make some good money. You, can make some you ain't never getting out. <laughs> so, all right. So how long you been in Millington flying? Uh, since 2019. So what is that? Five, four years? Four years. Four years. Yeah. So how many minorities are flying with you? Right now, currently, there's yeah. two. Okay, you? And one other guy. And I you actually did a, a lesson with him today. He just started? Uh, He started back in August. August. Back in August of oh. last year. Yeah. What's his name? His name is Nick Nicholas Betts. Nicholas Betts. Yeah. Hang in there, brother. Yeah, he a cool dude. He got dreads and everything. He got he going to have to cut them off. Why? Because uh, when you get Ooh. to the airlines, you can't have, men okay. can't have hair that's longer than their shoulders. I've never seen that. Yeah. I've had the little, little stewardess. Yeah. No. Yeah. So you got to have a clean cut. And so, you can't have any facial hair. So no. your goal is yep. doing what? Going to the airlines, flying a, a big. Right. My ultimate goal is flying a, a big plane with a few hundred people on it somewhere across the ocean over the, out of the country. That's my big end of the goal. 
you know. That'll probably that probably won't happen until I'm forties, fifty, somewhere around there. Why? Because Hold on. Hold on. You have up. to work your way up to it. What's okay? You can't just walk in the door and be like, yeah, but, but I'm you're here. a pilot though. Yeah, yeah. But it's all based on seniority when you get to the airlines. So I could do it possibly when I'm thirty, maybe. It just all depends on seniority and the company needs. So let's say that you've been at the company for twenty five years mm. and I've been at the company for fifteen years, ten years less than you. Everybody who's been at the company for longer than me, 16 years and up, they're going to have their priority on picking what airplanes they want to fly and what routes they want to fly. Wow. Whereas I get what they don't want. And then everybody under me, they have to pick what I don't want and everybody above them. So it's all based on seniority. And there's hundreds of you waiting. Yeah. But it's a big pilot shortage right now, though. So it is. I could get in. Now. Yes. So I could get in now and okay. go and, and, and fly. Exactly. I could go fly and possibly. Why there's a big shortage? Well, there's a is a big shortage because back when the World War II was going on or whatever it was, they mm -hmm. hired they had a whole bunch of pilots in the military. All those pilots came straight out the military and they went straight to flying for the airlines. And when they went straight to flying for the airlines, they all were the, about the same age. They started when they were 30, 20s, 30s, 40s maybe. Now they old. So now they old. Now they have to retire at 65. There's a, a mandatory age you have to retire from flying commercial jets and at 65. So all of them at the same time are reaching 65 years old. So they're losing that whole bunch of pilots that they had, and mm. they didn't hire any pilots in between, you know, now and when they hired all those guys. So there's a big age gap. So you could have a captain that's like 63 years old, and the guy who's the first officer, the co-pilot, he could be in his 30s. So it could be a 30-year age gap all because that's the problem. airline didn't hire for 20, 30 is that, years. Is it the same way with stewardess? You got to be a certain age? Uh-uh, no. No. Yeah, you you could be on a walk on a cane if you want to. Right. It ain't a good look, but you can do it. So how long okay, wow. I didn't know this. Yep. This you gotta wait. Yeah. But you could do something else. Yeah. Well I don't have to right now it's a it's a shortage, so I'm good. I can get right in the door. Why so why you I've don't already been do hired. I've already been hired by airline. Well, who who you work for? American. Why you not on the big one? Because I have to get my my uh my hours for it. I have to get fifteen hundred hours before I can start flying their jets. But you know, they have a, a wide variety of jets. They got 737s, they got Airbuses, you know, the ones that do like kind of domestic stuff. Yeah. And then they got the big ones that go overseas. So day one of my training, I could go in and they'd be like, hey, we have a 777 that flies from New York City to everywhere in Europe. Yeah. And we need somebody to fly it. If you want it, it's yours. What about, day one of what about FedEx? Same thing. You still got to get your out. You for you, any you, commercial airline, you I need, you need to get your. Yeah. Where you at now? I'm at 900, actually. I just got 900 hours yesterday. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Got a little weight there. Yeah. We got yeah. a little. How many years, you think? About two. Less. Less than a year? Yes, less than a year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, but yeah. you could do something else, though. Yeah. I'm not trying to scare nobody. You could go to the Air Force and be high ranking right now. Yeah, I and could. fly jets. I could. But guess what, though? What? They want a 10 year commitment for no pay. And I'm not doing that. <laughs> Who they think I am? <laughs> What you mean, no Much, pay? No, they, they, okay, look. It was a good gig. It is. And people talk about, you know, you go in, do your 10 years or whatever, and you get out, and they, they pay you, you got a retirement. That all sounds fine and dandy and good. Right. I'm not dedicating to the Air Force no 10 years. If I was going to do that, I would have started back in 2019 with them, so that way I already got four But you already have your license to fly. Yeah. They will throw you in there. They will yeah. throw you in a jet. Yeah. But they still going to want 10 years. 10 year commitment. Yep. I've oh. talked to them. I've talked to them about it. <laughs> you yeah. talked to them? They came to you? Yeah, they come to me. They ask me all the time because, you know, I'm on the Navy base. So right. they'll come and ask me, hey, anybody uh, interested in, you know, being in the military? For real, straight up, that's how they are. And some people are like, well, what are y'all offering? Well, you know, we offering, you know, you got to go through basic training. Mm -mm. 
all that kind of, I don't want to do all that. No, I want to go fly a big jet, turn on autopilot, and eat a little dinner, <laughs> watch the sunset, and be flying somewhere overseas. Go to Brazil. Yeah, I ain't trying to be doing no undercover mission going to Afghanistan. Much respect to the folks that do it. Right. Much respect. Right. But that's not me. Nah. No, no jets. Nah. No. Even if they force me, I'm gonna I'm disable myself somehow. If they start doing a draft, I'm gonna disable mm-hmm. myself somehow. I ain't going. Okay, okay. Um, doing this, doing what you do. How many um pilots you met? Black who fired the big ones. The big ones, black. Probably a total of three. God. God damn. Me personally, who I've met, there's two of them that own that flight school. It's a, it's a father and son. They own that flight school that's down in um. Uh, Olive Branch, Mississippi, mm-hmm. and it's called OBAP, the Organization of Black Aerospace Professionals. Mm-hmm. So they uh, they opened and started that flight school. They're both black, and they both actually work for FedEx. I think the dad yeah. was actually the first black captain that wow. FedEx had, or the second one, or something like that. He did some achievement at FedEx, so, so he's known. Mm. Um, and then the other one is actually her uh, cousin or some kind of family member. He works for American Airlines, and he lives up in D.C. Okay, learn that. Yeah, pilots in the uh-huh. van. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So I want to ask you this question. Okay. You say you always wanted to do this. Yep. You know you might have to move. Yeah. You know you understand that. Yeah. And that's hard for Memphis. We y'all Memphis always read, man, bro, I'm ready to leave my I'm that, ready to get up out of here. You, you ready? Don't know, Joe. I'm ready to get up out of here. You ready? I'm ready. To fly. I'm ready to fly and get out of here. Yeah. 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 Oh. And and even if I end up staying here, I mean, you know, FedEx, they have a pilot oh, yes. here. You know, so I can live in Memphis if I really wanted to. But I mean, I really I want to get out and explore, but you know, and and the main thing why is because, you know, Memphis and got to the point where you you have to think about what kind of car you're gonna buy before you even go buy. Like can these folks steal this car easy? <laughs> nah, I ain't finna get this. They can't. They finna order a remote on Amazon. You know, but <laughs> anywhere, like I look at the cities where I would want to be, like DC, I wouldn't mind being there. Right. Dallas, when not when you look at social media and the news, that that is still going on there too. Right. So Dallas is a good market. Yes. Yeah. But you want to go to Dallas? Yeah. I'm gonna be Houston. Yeah. New York. Yep. LaGuardia. No, not New York. I, LaGuardia, New York. I mean, but you got a big airport. Yeah. LaGuardia. But the cost Chicago. of living up there is so expensive, I can't do that. Right. Well, I could, but I don't want to. So you you thinking about this. Yeah, for real. I like yep. I I like the I like how you focus. Yep. You on don't one mean, thing. On one thing. You're on one thing. Yep. Not here. Exactly. Not there. One thing. Right. So what would you tell like I told your girl, what would you tell a young African American kid? If he would say, man, I want to be a pilot, what you tell him? Go for it and do it. You know, most most young black people that I know don't think it's attainable, especially like black families. Right. Like they especially here in Memphis, they have this like this um this I don't I don't even know what to call it, but they have this mindset to where they think that they can't do something like that. Oh, I can't be no pilot. I'm not smart enough for that. I'm not super smart, you know. Maybe you could say that I had above average intelligence. But you say you go to schools. Exactly. You study. That's that's what makes you smart is you study and you have a passion and a work ethic for it, you know. So I talk to people all the time, you know, at just kids around Memphis that come up to me or, you know, their parents like, yeah, he's a black pilot, man. He want to get into it. How can he do it? You know, and I tell them and they lose motivation because of money or it, it might be hard to start off with. But if you have a true passion for it, do it. Do it and go for it. You're going to face many roadblocks, many challenges. But if it was easy, number one, anybody would do it. And number two, it wouldn't even be worth it in the first place if it was easy. Mm. So. Mm. And then your girlfriend told me you have ADHD. So I'm, I'm, 
I'm I am so happy that you're doing. But th- that's how we are, though. Yeah. When we love one thing. We love one. Like I love one thing. I love stand up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love stand up. Yeah. I used to play basketball, but when I when I grabbed that mic, so this is how stand up changed my life. I used to be afraid to talk in front of people. Okay. And when I made that first person laugh, one way. Okay. The hard, hardest thing you ever gonna do in your life, though. Uh huh. But I, 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 I'm amazed at what what y'all two are doing. Like y'all can have your own podcast talking about. We really could. I, we've talked about it before. We've talked about it before. Right. Honestly, but you know, even like with having ADHD or people who have you know issues like yes. that, it helps because there's so much going on. You know, because with ADHD, it's like you can't focus on one thing. Boom. Boom. There's boom. so much going on that right. like I feel comfort. Like I'm at like I get to a point where I'm just peaceful. Like it's so much going on and I have peace. In no the why? middle of the storm. You don't do drugs. <laughs> no drugs. I could tell. Yeah. I could tell. If you did, you'd be like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't do drugs. I've had a few students. Actually, it's sad, too, because I've had a few African-American students from Memphis come in there, and they smell like oh, whatever, yeah. and they walk through the school with all and, these and folks. There's nothing wrong with smoking. Nothing, but it's but like you, you can't, can't be smoke. in a professional environment like that around professional people, and you walk through smell like a pound. <laughs> come in my office, and then people we are we both black, and they like ah oh, his cousin here. No 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 oh. no, this ain't my cousin. You know, like right. it set a bad example. You know, you really you already set back by your color. You know, so you can't do something to That's set true. you back even further than that. Like, you know, like you like so the young white guys who go into power school. Yeah, they can be they can look any certain type of way. They can yeah. talk any kind of way. Not Ronald. Nope. Ronald got to keep that hair sharp. Yep. Got to talk a certain way. Exactly. Keep your image right. Exactly. Can't do nothing to blemish. None of that. None of that. Because yep. you're black. Exactly. And you're a pilot. Yeah. Wow. That's how it is. And it's, I mean, and I haven't really faced many. I've been fortunate to be in an environment to where I don't really face many of those racial struggles or challenges or anything like that. But, but I've heard stories of other people, mm. you know, who have been set back by that or who have been treated poorly, you know, because of the way they look. Even like foreign, not even just black folks. There's a lot of foreign students. There's a guy who yeah. I work with who's from Egypt, right. and he has a foreign uh, Arabic accent or whatever it is, you know. And people treat him differently because he can't speak English clearly, you know. He's a great guy, Josh, who came to your show. Right. He's from Jerusalem, and he has his uh, Hebrew accent, you know, trying to speak English. Mm. He's having a hard time getting a job right now because of how religious he is. You know, he's Jewish, and he wears, you know, the hat and everything. And Hold on. he needs Saturdays off. He need them sat. Oh yeah, yeah. He need oh, every Saturday uh, off. He's I, I, I want to mess up. He's he's that's his Sabbath. Yeah, that's right. His, yeah, that's his Sabbath. So he's he having need, a hard time getting a job because of that. You know, so it's like not even just black sound like people, me when I was on when I'm paying child. Look, I need my weekend. Like, I gotta be with my kids. Yeah, they're like no, 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 no. Yep, and uh. they they tell him. So sometimes even I think the job that. He some jobs that he applied for, he had to lie. He had to tell them like, "Oh yeah, uh, he he," or not lie. He just wouldn't tell the full truth until he got mm-hmm. hired. And then he's like, "Okay, once I get hired, then maybe I'll tell him like, yeah, this is what I want. This is what I need. You know, can you, you know, respect I'm these wishes?" A lot of people don't know this goes on. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people have no idea. Mm. But I mean, I will say, less than two percent of pilots worldwide are black. Worldwide. You know what made me drop the mic. Worldwide. Worldwide. Two percent less than. Less than. Two percent less than are black. That's a problem. Yeah, yep. And 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 it's gonna remain a problem as long as black people keep telling themselves they can't do it. Oh, that's where it come starts. Come on, no spot. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I hear it. it. I keep. I hear it all the time. I'm telling. Even like, um, you know, friends that I tell. Nah, I can't do that, man. Or they just really, just truly don't think they have an interest in doing it. They're like, I just think 
I don't think it's really fun. You know? I met a pilot at Bank of America. I, uh-huh. did, I did security. No, I, he he fly for the big airline. Yeah, light skinned guy, older. I forgot what his name. I was like, well, who 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 uh, inspired you to be a pilot? He said his dad took him, and he became a pilot. And but he wow. always said that black people don't believe they could do it. Nope. They don't. The really. heights. I think we're really? not good. We're not good with heights either. I'm scared of heights. You're really? Not, I am fearful. Of Me too. Heights. Like if I got up on top of this building, I oh, looked no, off, no, I'd be I'm, so pi- I'm pissing off. Yeah. I don't do roller coasters. But it's different. I do roller, I love roller coasters now. But it's different when you get in the airplane because number one, you can control it. And then number two, whenever I sit in an airplane, or even if you get up and walk, when you trip on an airplane, you're just gonna fall on the aisle floor and get back up and you you still fine. If you trip off the edge of a building, I mean, who knows how far you got to fall before you hit the ground. You know, Ronald's focused. Yeah, Ronald is focused. <laughs> I like that though. You, you, it's hard to meet somebody this focused. Yeah, and young. Yeah, because look, it's so many distractions: Instagram, TikTok. Uh, you know, everybody want that. That it's instant. like instant, instant scamming. They want it right now. Right now. Yeah, and you understand it. it's a process. It's a marathon. For real. And it's it, you got to keep a small circle, too. You know, I have good friends that, you know, motivate me here and there mm. and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, really you have having, all that distraction. Exactly. Yeah. Having like minded people around right. you really helps. Good parents. Exactly. Good parents. Good family. Good How many brothers and sisters you got? I have uh, one older brother and three younger sisters. No, I have one older brother, one older sister and two younger sisters. OK. So I'm in the middle. So like they place different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They all over the place. <laughs> you over here. Have you flown your dad? Nope, I haven't flown him yet. I haven't flown him. He keeps saying that he gonna come with me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how we are. We always coming. Black dad's always, always. man, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. told me last. He told me <laughs> I'm coming. Uh, at the end of last summer, he was like, "Yeah, man. When it started to get the fall time and it started cooling down, I'm gonna get up there in the airplane with you." We back in the summertime where it's getting hot now. I still haven't taken him. <laughs> Really? For real. So what 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 Ronald does on the side? You golf, bowl, what do you do? Run? Uh golf. You, I love bowling. You you could golf? Oh yeah. I don't I now nah, I ain't no Tiger Woods and nothing crazy. I wanna like learn golf. But it's just I'm good enough to put up some competition. It's really? Fun. I love it. My boy Charlie yeah. loves to golf. I wanna yeah. golf. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Come and show me. I got you. My problem is keeping the head up and Yeah, and and, and getting yeah. that, that twist. Hey, yeah. Me and my son spent two hundred dollars at Top Golf because he beat me. I'm, I'm I'm super competitive. So right? y'all just kept. <laughs> I didn't know he goes to putt putt and learn how to putt. So he was getting them points. It was driving me bananas. <laughs> <laughs> me and my son are so competitive. Like bowling and like on my birthday when I won, I'm like baka, baka, baka. yeah. <laughs> but he's he 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 he, he, he really you, yeah. You, I like you, golf. When you golf. Uh, it depends. Like, really, it has to be like on a weekend like this mm. weekend. I'm off on Saturday and Sunday. Really? So maybe like Sunday I after come church. Come out there with you. You know, like it might be nice, and I go out there and I'm hit about a few to drive golf balls. the car, bro. Yeah, yeah. Or if I'm by myself and I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to go out there and try to like hit no Look play no rounds. I'm gonna go to vantage point and hit you know uh you know hit it off the tee you know and just hit at the range. That's what mm. it's called. Who your favorite golfer besides Tiger Woods? You know, I don't even know. I find I have a hard time. Maybe Phil uh, Mickelson. Nicholson. What is his mm. name? Bad guy right now. He played for uh, for real. Yeah, but you know, I don't. I don't really keep up with golf like that. I watch the PGA you watch basketball. Stuff. Yeah, I watch basketball. I'm more into basketball. Matter of fact, Grizzlies. the game come on today. Oh yeah, yeah, Grizzlies. Uh-huh. That's over. Yeah, Nuggets <laughs> one. Nuggets got it. <laughs> Nuggets better win. I hate heat culture. Do you? Oh, it drives me bananas. Oh, 
Oh, Jimmy the best. <laughs> Jimmy's a hard worker. I hate heat culture. I hate I hate the idea like they the hardest working team. I know it drives everybody bananas. What about what about are oh, we gonna get out of here? We got a minute. What you think about them Grizzlies? Man, I love the Grizzlies. <sighs> yeah. I've grown up liking the hometown team, Tennessee yeah. Titans, Memphis Grizzlies, Titans. Birds. Yeah. No, sir. I love, I love when y'all lose. I hate the tight. I'm a Jets fan, but it doesn't matter. How you like when we lose and you a Jets fan? I'm from Didn't New York. Did y'all have one win a couple of seasons ago? Hey. I don't hey. even want to hear it. Suffering. There's <laughs> suffering being a Jets. There's nothing. People used to ask me, um, Jets fan, uh, baby mamas, or COVID. I said Jets. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, hey, hey. nothing worse than me. We got Aaron, and I, when Aaron came, I dropped the tail. I said, "But yeah, so, so you think we get this job situation?" Oh, oh man, it hurts my heart. I know, and and I kind of think of you know I'm on a way smaller scale than him, you know, mm-hmm. but I kind of think of myself in his shoes, you know, because yes. you know being a uh, a pilot, you know, you. Being in, some, in, a, in a career like that, you know, people do kind of look up to you in a way, you yeah. know, because you're doing something like that. Right. So I just kind of think of myself, you know, what if I did something stupid like that? All the people that I would be disappointed. I was transferring guns. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I saw a meme the other day. They said uh, during the, the, the lineups, they was going to make Jock go through a metal, a metal detector. detector. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I don't understand. You know, it's like me and you are the, the exact same age. Me. We graduated the same year, exact same age and everything, you know. And I'm going to tell you something. I just ain't had an interest in that, but I guess I also had better friends. You have better friends, yeah. but I'm going to say this. He didn't grow up in the AAU culture. Yeah. He went from Little Town, South Carolina. Um, what is the college he went to? I forgot. Dang. Uh, Murray State. Murray State, yeah. Murray State. Drafted. Come to Memphis. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. What popped in Memphis the same time he popped? The music. Yeah. Moneybag, yo. You know. That's true. I think, I don't think it's Memphis that changed him. Yeah. I think he changed himself. He got popular real quick. Real, like, shot up? Because he's good. He's good. He's the good. Hair, long hair. Exactly. Handsome guy. Exactly. Right? Well spoken. Yeah. Right? Tattoos. People he, love it. He looked like little baby mixed with, you know, <laughs> yeah. Allen Iverson. Yeah. He, I mean, he, he got to his he head. Yeah. I don't know what the guns. Which everybody make mistakes, you know. I ain't going to sit here and back. Hey, I think he's going to make a turnaround. Listen, I think he'll be all right. The club, he got a little drunk. Yeah. The yeah. little tutu. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, God. <laughs> My son called me. I was like, what? No way. Now, the other one, I don't know. He does look like. But, you know, I love. You know what's funny about the Grizzlies? I know we off top. I, I used to wanted to trade Jaron Jackson. For real? Yeah, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. What about Dylan Brooks? Oh, yeah. Get rid of Dylan. I'm glad they Be- Before Jaron, I always thought Dylan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was always thinking Dylan Brooks. I mean, you remember, <laughs> remember when he got spotted in the airport a couple years ago and dude Passable. walked up to him and said yeah, he was Passable. like sharing his camera. <laughs> I, but you know what? Dylan Brooks is not athletic, hard worker, good defensive guy. But I think it got to his head. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. He started that unnecessary drama with LeBron. Weird. And 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 it he he could have kept it where it was, but the next year, the following season, he let it be young. Yeah. Most young Memphians love the Grizzlies or the Tigers now. Yeah. Grizzlies number one? Grizzlies number one. Tigers second. Yeah. Not the same passion for it. No, and you know, I flew Penny Hardaway actually uh, last month to Atlanta, you know, right. and 
I love I've always loved the Tigers, but it's like they have always disappointed more than the Grizzlies. You know, it's like we everybody, oh man, we got, you know, Penny Hardaway, the coach. We got this player coming, this player coming, you know, and it's I, I'm not gonna say it's the coach or the players, but it's like we always have these high potential high expectations and we the, and we just come low. crashing down. Ooh, yeah. And the Grizzlies, I feel like every year everybody knows they're gonna be maybe a solid First round playoff team, maybe the second, maybe second, and then they'll come in and make it, you know, and make it to the second round and actually be doing pretty good in the second yeah. round and take somebody to game seven or something right. and then lose. I'm like, okay. And we yeah. here whoop that trick. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, we get the yellow tiles and stuff. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So we're going to get off some. Hey, we're going to finish with this. So, okay. Ronald, pilot, focus, axe. What keeps you going? What what music or what things that keep you motivated? When you when you ready to fly, what yeah. what what you listen to? Rap music, classical. What what what's in your? It 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 really depends on the day, the time of the year, the month, all that stuff. Recently, it's been nothing but gotcha. my thoughts. No music. No like music. the past two or three months, mm. I will ride to and from work with no music on, just in silence. And I'm just in there in my thoughts trying to – because it's, it's really easy to get discouraged. I've been doing this since 2019, you know, and I've seen a lot of people drop out because they want to be at the airlines right now. And they didn't realize you have to put in all these years of work to get there, you know. So having to put in all these years of work can be really discouraging. So, it's, it's some long days. So being in silence with my thoughts. Meditation. That yeah, that that that's what's been keeping me going it's right a now. Process. Yeah, it's, it's a and I you have to keep I have to keep reminding myself that keep Don't telling myself and YouTube videos too. There's a lot of pilots I follow on YouTube that post. Vi- they're already where I want to be, and they post YouTube videos of Instagram. them doing their job and Instagram and stuff. That keeps me motivated. Like okay, you know I, I got this. Me I follow keep doing big this. booty chicks. You follow <laughs> pilots. <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, my explore page is a mess. All right. <laughs> Mine this, is all airplanes. <laughs> really? Yeah. Weird. <laughs> I'm like, what is this weirdo got plot? That's a big booty check when you, you're a man. That's how I judge my man. Like, Let me see your explore page. Ah, there you go. Yeah. I saw one guy, yeah, flowers on it. I said, oh. Oh, whoa. All right. This is Jawa Horn. This is the Jawa Horn podcast. My guy, Ronald. Yes, that was sir. fun. All right. What, what Denzel said again when he, when he, when he strapped up, when he, no, no, no. What? Let's let's go when he woke up. When when, when they ro- woke him up. What he said? When, when they w- went after the plane crash? No, no, no. Before the plane crash. We no. He when when we were shaking. What he said? When when he took the uh, mask off. Oh, uh, in the hospital? No, no, no. When he was on the plane, you know, he fell asleep. He fell asleep. And then like pilot, something wrong with the plane. Remember, he was dozing off. Oh, uh, he was dreaming. Yeah, yeah. He was he was knocked out. He was knocked out. And he was on the plane. I don't remember that point. Yeah, yeah. This right before the the crash. He. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now. Yeah, because oh. he had fell asleep and he told the other guy to fly and some shook him. I think he's. What did he say? Like, what the hell are you doing or something like that? <laughs> I can't remember exactly what he said. I, I love that idea. You love this movie. <laughs> that oh. movie's so good, man. So good. Yeah, I love. Okay, that movie. Top Gun or Top Gun Two. Top Gun Two. Yeah, Top Gun so Two. Good. Top Gun Two is so, so good. Top Gun Two made me want to go go beat some Russians. <laughs> You hear me? After I saw Dark Gun 2, I said, Top Gun, not that good. Nah. Uh, uh, still, we, and we saw Top Gun, the first Top Gun, but we went. But when that music come on. Uh-huh. Oh, Top Gun 2, yeah. Uh, that, uh, and I, I feel like I'm going to get a lot of hate, too, because I said Sully and Flight, my top two flight movies, rather yeah. than Top Gun. A lot. Yeah. Most aviators be like, yeah, Top Gun. Top, top Gun. gun. Sully's Sully wild, though. Cause, I mean. Because he, uh, he, he orchestrated. Yeah. He orchestrated. But. <laughs> 
you you and this conspiracy theory. Man. <laughs> this is my mom. My mom's like, yeah, 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 yeah. He landed it. Try to get that picture story. But he's smart though. He's smart. You know, the F- he lived. They, the government tried to bring him down, and he found a way to not get charged. At all. So I mean, <laughs> he's smart. But, but Sully. You know, I flew to New York right after Sully. Yeah. Right? You know the first thing I said? What was it? Don't land on the Hudson. <laughs> All right. This is John Horn. This is Park Podcast. You got it? Oh! You got it?